Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. We are global. Over 300 prayer houses, prayer hubs, and churches in over 30 nations. We're taking the nations by storm. We want to take our cities by storm. Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. Check it out. We'd love to have you be a part of our global family. Guys, my church is here in South Florida. It's called Awakening House of Prayer. You can come on by anytime you want, 1047 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. Those are our service times. Two different messages, two different worship encounters, two different experiences with the Lord. Come and taste and see how good he is. I'm there all day preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. I hope you'll join me on Sunday. I'm doing deliverance from perfectionism. That's my message. Somebody's going to get free. And in the second service, it's not streamed online. That first service is streamed online at ahop.online. I said that first service is streamed online, ahop.online. Become a web church member, up the stakes, get more connected with us. Let me be your virtual pastor. Get all those extra benefits while you're there. But that second service is not streamed online. You'll have to go over to schoolofthespirit.tv. Schoolofthespirit.tv, that's where our second service streams. It's actually a school And right now we're in a series called Activating the Nine Gifts of the Spirit. It's been so much fun. Saturday or Sunday, I'll be teaching on the Activating the Gifts of Healings. And I just wrapped up that message this morning. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Hello to all my Awakening Prayer Hubs leaders. Hello to all my Ignite Prophetic Network members, all my new friends on Clubhouse, Facebook, YouTube, around the world. Let's get started. Today's devotion comes from Victory Decrees. Daily prophetic strategies for spiritual warfare victory. Oh, and this is perfect. This is perfect. This is perfect. I couldn't have planned it better myself. Ooh, the keys God gave me to share with you later line up with this word from the Lord. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Sometimes the reason the enemy is hitting you is because you forgot to put your armor on. You neglected to get dressed for war in the morning to put on Christ to put on the robe of righteousness, to put on the cloak of zeal. Look at that. But it's not too late, says God. It's never too late to embrace my whole armor. So take a moment and consider each element of my armor and get dressed for battle. The enemy cannot penetrate my armor. He will try, but he will fail. Remember who you are and the authority you carry. Then armor up and run to the battle line, expecting a sweeping victory, says the Lord. That is a good word. Come on now. That's a good word. That's a good word. That's a good. It's never too late to embrace my whole armor. The enemy will try, but he will fail to penetrate the armor of God. Today's scripture references Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, Isaiah 59, 17, and Romans 13, 12 through 14. Now the prayer starter and the decree. Father, help me not to take the war lightly, but to get dressed for battle each and every day. Give me a greater revelation of the armor you have given me. I decree the cloak of zeal and the robe of righteousness confounds the stratagem of the wicked one. I declare I am protected by God's very own armor. 
In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we lift you up this morning. We thank you, Lord, for who you are. You are the glorious warrior God, the glorious, victorious warrior God. That is who you are. You're the captain of the hosts of heaven, the captain of eight of heaven's angel armies. That is who you are. You've never lost a battle. You've never lost a war. You are in control. You're the ultimate winner, the ultimate victor, the ultimate warrior. And you've created us in your image. <laughs> you have created us in the image of a warrior. God, you say that Jesus is a man of war. He is the captain of heaven's angel armies. And you have created us in your image. You have created us in the image of a warrior. So we don't have to put up with the wiles of the wicked one. We don't have to put up with the schemes of the devil. We don't have to put up with the manipulations of the Jezebel spirit. We don't have to put up with these things. You've not called us to tolerate wickedness. You've not called us to tolerate Jezebel. You've not call, called us to, to tolerate the Python spirit. You've not called us to stand in toleration of the enemy's works in our lives. So we take a stand today. We take a stand today. We put our foot down today. Come on. We draw a bloodline today. Come on. We pull out our sword of the spirit on today. Come on. We're not going to be passive any longer. God, would you forgive us for allowing the enemy to run rodshod over our lives? Would you forgive us today, Lord? Would you forgive us today, Lord? We repent. We repent of our sins, God. Oh, because we're about to take out a giant. We repent for our sins, God. Oh, because we're about to run to a battle line to face down an enemy that's been taunting us for too long. We repent, God, today in the name of Jesus for every sin of omission. For every sin of commission, I repent. We repent. Together, we corporately repent. We lay our hearts bare before you, O oh God. And we ask you to cleanse us, to cleanse our hands, to purify our hearts, to cleanse us from the unrighteousness, to throw our sins in the sea of forgetfulness. God, we're asking you to remember them no more. And help us, Lord, to stop remembering all the sins of yesterday instead of walking in the righteousness that you've afforded to us today. For we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. No weapon formed against us shall prosper, but every tongue that rises up against us in judgment shall be condemned. We release condemnation into the enemy's camp. Not just confusion, but condemnation. Not just confusion, but condemnation. Not just confusion, but condemnation. We're no longer going to receive condemning words from the enemy that pop our balloon, that deflate us, that discourage us. No longer shall we give ear to the condemnation of demon powers, the condemnation, the voices that speak to us and tell us who we're not, why we shouldn't. God is mad at you. I break that voice of condemnation right now in Jesus' name. Come on, let's go there. I break that voice of condemnation right now in Jesus' name.
name. I take authority over these wicked voices of condemnation that want to make us feel guilty, make us feel worthless, make us feel ashamed, make us feel overwhelmed, make us feel separate from God, apart from him, distant from his spirit. I come against that spirit of condemnation that's been tormenting you, and I command it to bow in the name of Jesus. I said you bow down on your knee, condemnation, because we will no longer bow to you. Come on, stand up. Quit bow. Come on, quit bowing down. Stand up. Quit bowing down to condemnation. I see you down on that knee, giving heed to the voice of guilt, giving heed to the voice of shame, allowing these demon spirits to cause you to step back, to pull back, to draw back, instead of running forth to slice off the head of the demon power that's tormenting you, that's afflicting you, that's aggravating you, that's hindering you. Jesus, we stand up in Jesus. They call me, get up, get up. Get up. I'm talking to somebody. Get up. You've been wallowing around in condemnation for far too long. Get up. You've been wallowing around in guilt and shame for far. Quit bowing. Get up. Get up off your knee. If you're going to bow to anyone, you're going to bow to the Lord Jesus Christ. But that condemnation, I'm stripping of of its power over you. You've got to cooperate with me, people of God. You've got to get into agreement with me, people of God. You've got to begin to let that righteous indignation rise up against you, people of God. Rise up in you, rather, people of God. You've got to be a person who says enough is enough today. Enough is enough today. I've had my fill of condemnation. Come on. Are you tired of it yet? Are you sick of it yet? Are you tired? Are you tired of it? Are you tired of being pushed down, pressed down? Are you tired of being oppressed, depressed, repressed? Are you tired of it yet? Father, we speak to this condemnation and we say no mas, devil. No mas, no, no. We say no to you. We say no to you. I shatter the voice of condemnation right now in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord, that there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk according to the Spirit and not according to the flesh. It is written, it is written, it is written, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who are walking according to the spirit, not according to the flesh. Help us to walk in the spirit, O God, and not in the spirit of condemnation, the spirit of Christ. Help us walk in the spirit of God, not the spirit of Christ. Help us to walk in the spirit of truth and not the spirit of condemnation. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, not to walk in the spirit of condemnation, but to walk in the spirit of love. Help us, Lord, not to walk in that spirit of condemnation, but that spirit of rejoicing. Help us, Lord, not to walk in that spirit of condemnation. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is seated at the right hand of the Father, who is interceding for us even now. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Just like you didn't condemn the woman who was caught in the act of adultery, you're not condemning us. Just as you did not condemn the woman who the Pharisees targeted for destruction, you are not condemning us. I see that, Lord. That religious condemnation, I break it in Jesus' name. Some of you are in some kind of church paradigm where they are so religious, so legalistic, so strict. That you can't, you feel like you can't even breathe. There's a prophet listening to me right now. Hear me. 
There's a prophet listening to me right now, and you are wrapped up in a religious structure, and I see you in the spirit right now, and it's like you're mummified. Literally. It's almost as if I'm seeing Lazarus coming out of the tomb. You're not dead. You were resurrected to life. You got born again. You got saved. Jesus raised you from that body of death, that that body of sin, that kingdom of darkness. You got saved, but you're still walking around in grave clothes. I don't know who I'm talking to. There's a prophet that's listening to me, and you are saved, but you are in such a religious system that you're muzzled. It's like you've got grave clothes on. It's like you're mummified. It's like you can barely walk. You can barely move. You can barely breathe, and you can't speak. You can't prophesy. Come on. You're going to have to strip yourself of those grave clothes right now in Jesus' name. You're going to have to unravel yourself. Get some help. Get out of that dead, dumb church. Get to that religious paradigm. Come on. Come on. I'm not against robes and collars, but you don't need one to prophesy. I said, I'm not against robes and collars, but you don't need one to prophesy. I'm not against seminaries, but you don't need to go to seminaries to prophesy. Hey. I'm not against elders in the, in the prophetic and the apostolic and honoring our elders, but you don't have to be 65 years old to prophesy. I don't know who I'm talking to. Father, help us today to shake off the grave clothes. Some of you have been in, 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 in tombs of, of unforgiveness, and some of you have been in tombs of, of bitterness, and some of you have been in tombs of fear. And God is delivering you today from these tombs. But guess what? You're still going to have to unwrap yourself. You're still going to have to untangle your mind from the thought. Because the enemy will keep trying to come back. Help us, Lord. 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 To extract ourselves from these grave clothes. Once and for all, we don't want to walk around like zombies. We don't want to walk around like the living dead. We don't want to walk around half alive. We want to be fully alive in Christ. That's who you've called us to be. So we speak to this condemnation and we command you to be broken off our lives right now in Jesus name. We speak to this guilt and we say, loose us now in Jesus name. We speak to the shame and we say, be broken in Jesus name. We take ourselves forward in the spirit of God. Come on. I'm just, I'm just unwrapping my prophetically act right now. Look, if I got a, if I got some grave clothes on, I want them off. Some of you just need to do a prophetic act. I don't care if your spouse thinks you look silly. How bad do you want to be free? <laughs> just, just unwrap yourself. Come on. Just do this prophetic act. You, you think it's silly. If you want to watch the freedom it brings. This is going to remind you every time one of these thoughts of condemnation comes, every time one of these thoughts of fear comes, every time one of these thoughts of shame and guilt comes, these wrong thoughts comes, these vain imaginations come, you're going to remember, no, I unwrapped myself of that mess. No, I stripped myself of those garments. I'm not not wearing garments of condemnation anymore. No, I took those off. I took those off on April 27th at 6.24 a.m. I took off the garments of condemnation. I took off the garments of guilt. I unwrapped myself. I came out of that tomb. I came out of that damp, dark place of death. I came out of that place where they tried to hide me away and, and keep me pressed down. And I'm free now. Come on. 
who the sun sets free is free indeed. We unwrap ourselves of these grave clothes today in Jesus' name. And we walk in freedom. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There's not condemnation, there's freedom. There's not fear, there's liberty. There's not shame, there's liberation. Jesus, we thank you, Lord, today for what you're doing right now. Just to, no more grave clothes. Just, 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 just grab hold of this moment. Grab hold of it. Grab, unwrap yourself. Don't feel, don't feel like you're being silly. You're not being silly. It's called a prophetic act. The prophets in the Bible did it all the time. Isaiah ran around naked for three and a half years, naked. At least I'm not asking you to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Prophetic acts are not silly. They're biblically sound and divinely inspired. Unwrap yourself. I literally saw a prophet. If that's you, contact my office. I literally saw a prophet mummified because you're in that religious structure. Listen, they ain't never going to let you prophesy. You be, you be in your golden years before they let you prophesy. Why don't you get out of that dumb, dumb, dead, dumb religious church and find a place where the Holy Spirit is actually moving through more than one person, where the whole body is engaged in the gifts and moving in the spirit, worship and praise and Oh, Jesus, I just stepped on some holy, sacred cows and I tipped them over. You know what? I'm not, I, I'm not going to just tip over the cow today. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chop it into pieces. It's gone. It's dead. Help us, Lord, to take off these garments now in Jesus' name and to put on the cloak of zeal. See, the enemy doesn't like when you wear the cloak of zeal. That's why some people tell you, well, you're too bold. People tell me that all the time. Well, you're too bold. Well, you're a mamsy pamsy. (laughs) Once you get a backbone. Well, you're too fervent in prayer. Well, you know, you pray like you're in a cemetery. Why don't you get some fervor? (laughs) The Bible says the effective fervent prayer of a righteous person makes tremendous power available, dynamic, and is working. That's the amplified version. The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic, and is working. Well, well, you're too loud in worship. Well, you just sit there with your hands folded like you don't even believe Jesus is alive. Once you stand up and clap your hands, once you, once you go ahead and dance, amen. Stop letting people tell you how to express your love to Jesus. The Lord loves when you put on that cloak of zeal. It's his very own cloak. Zeal is fervor. It's a passion. It's a zeal. It's a burning uh, demonstration of, of, of who he is, his love, his healing power. So we unwrap ourselves in these grave clothes now in Jesus' name. Come on. I just said some of you friend gave you permission. Listen, if you're in a dead, dumb church and you can't pray in tongues or clap your hands, I don't care if great grandma's name's on the, on the, on the pews. Take the nameplate off and run to a church that loves the Lord, loves to see his people healed and delivered. People coming all over the world to our church to get deliverance because they can't find the deliverance in their own church. God help us. Teach your pastors how to cast out demons, Lord. Because you love them. Help us, Lord, not stand a place and die on a vine, wrapped in grave clothes, mummified, muted, muzzled. Or we want to make an impact for your kingdom. We want to make an impact for your kingdom, God. We want to make an impact for your kingdom. We want to make an impact for your kingdom, God. We want to do the greater works. We don't want to just sit and listen to a canned sermon every week or even a great sermon that gets us up shouting. We want to make a difference. We want to make a difference. We want to make a difference with our lives. 
We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, today. Now, some of you have been feeling like you just can't stand anymore. I'm going to give you a couple scriptures and we're going to pray into that. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online, hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. So when you feel like you can't stand anymore, I felt that way. Come on. Haven't you felt that way? Anybody, any preacher that tells you, well, I, yeah, every day is a wonderful day. I have no downs. I only have ups. They're lying to you. Everybody has bad days. But there's sometimes when you feel like you just can't stand anymore. You just can't stand anymore. You just can't stand anymore. What do you do? Because that's a, that's a bad place to be. You're discouraged. You know, it's like, I'm tired. I just want to lay down. I want to lay my weapons down. Right? I just want to lay my weapons down. I, I don't want to fight anymore. I want to call a truce. I want to ceasefire. But guess what? There's no ceasefire in the spirit. Just because you lay your weapons down, that doesn't mean the battle stops. Just because you lay your weapons down doesn't mean the the enemy stops advancing against you. As a matter of fact, when you lay your weapons down, that's when he's like, okay, they're, they're, I see now. I see. They're not dressed. They're not armored up. They're not ready to fight. I'm going to come in now. I'm going to strike. This is my opportune time because they're not expecting it. They're weary. See, the enemy loves to kick you when you're down. That's why you can't stay down. You know, in wrestling and also in uh, actually in boxing, they have a 10 count. 
And you've seen these boxing movies. I'm not a boxing fan, but you see the boxing movies where, you know, they get knocked out. I mean, bam, pop, mouthpiece comes out and everything, all bloody. And they've got a 10 count to get up. And many times they do get up. Rocky always got up. <laughs> many times they do get up because, in, you know, if you, if you stay down, you lose. If you don't get back up, you can't win. So you've got to keep getting up. You can't allow yourself to lay down and die. You've got to get back up. What are you going to do? Serve the devil? No, we can do just lay there and do nothing. No, you've got to get back up. The righteous man falls down seven times, but he gets back up again. You can't win if you don't get back up. But here's the good news. Listen, escúchame, por favor. Listen, here's the good news. If you get up and armor up, you will win. You are powerful. You have the authority of heaven. The angel armies are at your disposal by the decrees of the written word of God. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. It's an illusion that it has prospered and only prospered because you allowed it to prosper. Once you decide you don't want the weapon to prosper anymore, once you stand back up and armor back up, you're going to win. If you don't quit, you'll win. If you get back up, you will win. So I know some of you have laid your weapons down. Some of you have lied down in bed. Some of you are laying down in bed right now listening to me. I know it's early, but why don't you just get up? Why don't you just go ahead and stand up? Some of you listen to me. You're like, you're just like I'm like your snooze button. When I get to going, hey, then you wake up. There's, this is a no snooze zone today. Get up, put your feet on the floor. You are a champion. Our God is champion. He reigns forevermore, and we are created in his image. We are little champions for Christ. So here's what I want to read you. Here's what I want to read you. Listen. Listen, I want to read you the scripture, and we're going to pray. When you feel like you can't stand anymore, this is what you do. Listen, because the reason why you can't stand is because you've been attacked, either in your body, in your mind, your relationship and your finances and you just feel weary you don't want to do it anymore i'm done god you're going to have to do something because i'm not but that's not the way it works god's already done everything he's going to do about the devil he's given us authority in the earth and he'll back us up when we exercise that authority now you know the scripture ephesians 6 we're talking about when you feel like you can't stand anymore ephesians 6 11 put on the whole armor of god notice it says the whole armor any piece that's missing you're at a disadvantage in the battle you got to put it all on. Can't leave a piece out. It'd be like a football player going on the field without his helmet. Well, he's going to get, he's going to get, he's going to get killed. Or the football field going on without his cleats, you know, or without his, his body armor that he wears. He's going to get hurt. Well, the football player can't say, well, I, I had all my, my pads on and I had all my protective gear and, and my shin guards and I had all my, you know, my, uh, uh, you know, braces and everything, but I didn't put my helmet on because, you know, I just, it's kind of hot. I thought I'd run faster than my head. No, you're going to get your head knocked off. You have to put on the whole, put on the whole armor of God. Listen, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Could it be possible? I'm just making a suggestion as I'm trying to help you. I'm not casting aspersions on your life. Could it be possible that the reason why you feel like you can't stand anymore is because you're not armored up? 
Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rules of the darkness of this age, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Therefore, take up, listen, therefore, what's the therefore, 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 because there's all these demon powers coming against us. Therefore, because the principalities are raging in the heavens, therefore, because the power of witchcraft is trying to knock us off our feet, therefore, because the rulers of the darkness of this age are trying to pervert our minds, therefore, because the host of wickedness in heavenly places is arranged against us in battle, ready to strike, therefore, take up the whole armor of God. Listen, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Listen. If you truly armor up, you can stand against any demon power that comes against you in Jesus name. The key is when you don't feel like you can stand, you have to ask yourself, do I have on my belt of truth? Do I have it on? Because, you know, the belt, you know, and Paul was taken from Roman, um, you know, he was using pictures from the Roman gear, the Roman outfit. I heard the story of war where one time the, the, the general assigned his soldiers to go cut the belts of the people who were sleeping. And when they woke up in the morning because there was a battle cry, they all got up and ran out to the battle line as if to fight and grab their weapons. And because their belts had been cut, all their armor fell off. And they were trying to run around holding up their pants because the, the belt would hold all of the rest of the armor in place. Understand? The belt held all the rest. So if the belt wasn't, if you didn't have a belt, you couldn't wear your armor. That was like the linchpin that held everything together. Stand there for. So you got to put on the belt of truth. Ask yourself when you feel like I can't stand anymore. Ask yourself, do I have the belt of truth on? Am I speaking the truth? Am I listening? Am I believing a lie? Having put on your breastplate of righteousness. Is there sin in my heart? The breastplate guards your heart. The Bible says, guard your heart above all things, for out of it flow the issues of life. Are you guarding your heart? Having your, having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, your shoes of peace, your shield of faith, with which you quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Maybe you sent your shield of faith out to get polished. No, you got you can't do that. It needs to look like it's been through war, because that means you've been effective in resisting the enemy. The helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication. So, Father, today, and you know I didn't plan this, Lord, for the devotion to be about the armor and for our theme to be about the armor. But, God, would you help us? Would you help us remember this? When we feel like we can't stand anymore, we can't stand one more thing. We can't stand one more attack. We can't stand one more piece of bad news. We can't stand one more cold or flu this year. We can't stand it. We can't stand it. We can't stand it. These things keep coming against us and we just say, I can't stand anymore. Would you help us to stop making that confession? Holy Spirit, would you help us to stop making that confession? Father, would you help us to stop making that confession? (laughs) Would you help us to stop thinking those thoughts? Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So help us, Lord. When we are tempted to say that, let the let our tongues cleave to the roof of our mouth. When we are tempted to say, I can't stand it. And instead, remind us, remind us, remind us, remind us to check and make sure our whole armor is on. To check and make sure. To check and make sure that the belt of truth is secure. That the shield of faith is postured. 
that our breastplate of righteousness is on, the helmet of salvation, shoes of peace, sword of spirit, all of it. Help us, Lord, in Jesus' name. We give you praise because it's your armor. <laughs> you didn't give us some second-class armor from the goodwill. You didn't pick up the helmet of salvation from the thrift shop. You didn't get the belt of truth from the Salvation Army. It's all worn and, and, and it don't even fit right. No, it's your armor. And you custom suit it to us. And it works every time. Your word never fails and your armor never fails. It's impenetrable. The enemy cannot penetrate the armor of God. So help us to armor up and stay armored up. Instead of sending our armor out to the dry cleaners. We got to keep it on. We got to get dressed for battle every day. And I want to read you from Victory Decrees, the devotion I started with. Some, the Lord said this to me. This is a devotion from Victory Decrees. So I know some of you didn't hear it, so you don't know how really uh, uh, awesome this was to happen on this devotion today when it wasn't even my plan. It just came up. Sometimes, the Lord says, sometimes the reason the enemy is hitting you is because you forgot to put your armor on. You neglected to get dressed for war in the morning to put on Christ to put on the robe of righteousness, to put on the cloak of zeal. But the Lord says, it's not too late. It's never too late to embrace my whole armor, says the Lord. So take a moment and consider each element of my armor and get dressed for the battle, says God. The enemy cannot penetrate my armor. He will try, but he will fail. Remember who you are and the authority you carry. Then armor up and run to the battle line, expecting a sweeping victory. So we do, Lord. We know when we follow your instructions, we know that we can expect results. So we put on our whole armor today in Jesus' name. And we stand expecting a sweeping victory in your spirit for your glory. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Come on, we're doing good, guys. You guys are pressing right in with me this morning. We broke through something. I know some of you got a measure of deliverance from that condemnation today. You're going to have to renew your minds. You're going to have to renew your minds. You're going to have to renew your minds. And some of you as a prophetic act, you just need to get up. I know I'm talking a lot about prophetic acts today, but you need to get up and actually read these scriptures every day until it, until you remember that when something's attacking your mind, you're like, no, 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 I've got my helmet of salvation. I, when someone, when the enemy tries to rob your peace, you're like, no, no, I got my shoes of peace. You just need to renew your mind. The reality of this armor is available to you. They're offensive and defensive weapons. Amen. Amen. God is good. Have a blessed day. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.